Adult content intended for an adult audience only as this contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. The content of this story is purely fiction and not intended for anything but the enjoyment of the listener. If you do not agree with the themes listed in the tags, please do not listen to the story. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link in the comments to further support this author. This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. Support us on Patreon to make requests for subjects you would love to hear. Thank you to those who have already reached out. Roy's Conquests Perky Jesse by Jackal54641 I can't take all the credit for the marriages that I've destroyed. Sure, I've taken plenty of happy ones, inserted my cock, and lavished in the spoils. But some of them, some of them were a powder keg ready to go off, all on their own. I merely provided the match. Take Jesse and Michael's marriage. They were doomed to fail, the first moment I laid eyes on them. Hell, I didn't even set out to wreck that one. The opportunity sort of just fell into my lap. Michael and Jesse were young newlyweds. They owned the place next door to me, long before Courtney and Steve. Michael was a sales rep for a pharmaceutical company. Good financial stability, good education, and good looks. Classic and tall, dark hair, groomed but perpetual five o'clock shadow. Hell of a nice guy, with everything going for him. The type of guy that you'd feel intimidated to compete with. But the one chink in his armor was that he traveled for work, a lot. Men, why do you think that's a good idea? Are women impressed by a man who makes money? Sure they are. But why do you assume that when the cat's away, the mice won't play? Believe me, they will. And they'll make it your fault that they did. Jessica. Quite the fitting name like the cartoon sex icon, Jessica Rabbit. All that comes to mind when you see this girl is. Vievum, vievum, vievum. She was a sweet kid maybe twenty-two. Married young. One of those wannabe Disney princesses who thought that the finish line in life was marriage. And once you did that, you spent the rest of your days coasting through montages of sharing root beer floats and dancing in gardens with blue birds. The first thing any sane man would notice about her her tits. Boy howdy, did she have some knockers on her. At least a double, possibly even a triple D-cup bra. The tits she was rocking were almost as big as her head, and all natural. Otherwise, her frame was slim, and her butt was tight, making them all the more impressive. But you know how busted chicks tend to be a bit lackluster in the face department? She wasn't. Oh God, was she cute? Even if she was totally flat-chested, her face was as cute as a button. Big blue eyes turned up bunny rabbit nose, pink rosy cheeks, pink lips, and a bright smile. She was a brunette if that matters, but her hair was always styled a bit different each time I saw her. Sometimes she'd have highlights, sometimes she'd curl it, other times she'd throw it into a perky ponytail like Sandy from Greece, or a tight little bouncy style that'd look like a feather duster tickling the air. Once, she'd even gotten a perm, I thought it made her look like a poodle, but she was trying, therefore it was cute enough. Here's the clincher that really set her apart. She must have had braces when she was young, and they didn't quite finish the job, because she had this ever-so-slight overbite that made her look like a chipmunk, or a rabbit. It came complete with a little endearing speech impediment. She struggled with her R's, which came out sounding like W's. That wascally wabbit. Some men might disagree with me what's sexy about a girl who talks like Elmer Fudd, but I can tell you, each time she'd call me, boy, my heart would melt a little inside. It was too fucking adorable. And to hear her scream it during an orgasm, my goodness. It was almost enough to give this old swinger a heart attack. So how did I end up with this busted little bunny rabbit bouncing on my carrot, screaming, Fuck me, boy. Harder!
Hodder, let me take you back to one of my hobbies that doesn't involve stealing your wives. I love being outside. I don't just mean swimming in my pool, lounging in my hot tub, or laying out beneath the sun to let my packed muscles bronze to a triumphant color. I just mean I like nature, sex is nature, so that makes sense. I keep quite the extensive garden that I look after and maintain. My flowers are perfectly pruned, my lawn is evenly trimmed. Yes, I'm one of those psychos with the meticulous lawn. Sue me. I'm retired, therefore I'm allowed to be fastidious. Besides, outdoor work keeps my skin tanned, my blonde hair naturally light, and body fit. I've said before that I always draw inspiration from Jack Lalan. Well, outdoor work helps with that, in between weights and cardio. My biceps are as large as my head, my chest is broad and hairless, my abs are washboard, and my thighs are thick, with a pair of upside Vs in the right places, and what's swinging between them could certainly count as a muscle. In my 60s, I'm more fit than the average 20-year-old, so is it any wonder that I have such success with women? My hard body and unassuming demeanor versus the dowie bodies and youthful insecurities of their husbands and boyfriends. No contest. On this particular day, I was tiptoeing through my backyard, camera in hand. My target? No, not what you think. I don't need to peep through windows to see tits, you pervs. Nope. The gorgeous little humming bird who's been buzzing around my feeders all week was back, and I wanted some action shots. I crept as close as I dared before steadying myself and... Click, click, click. I... am quite the photographer, when I care to be. I reposition myself, hoping to cut out the feeder entirely, and snap this little lady with a backdrop of my rose bushes. Click, click, click. Nailed it. I squinted against the sun and smiled to myself as my new friend departed. Wow, that was awesome! A cheerful little voice called over the fence. I lowered my camera and regarded Jesse's bunny rabbit smile. You saw that, did ya? I never saw a hummingbird up close before. She admitted. She said bird like bud. I have absolutely no idea why her mannerisms tickled me so much, but each time she spoke, it was like champagne bubbles tingling their way up my cheeks. I approached the fence and angled my screen toward her, so she could get a glimpse of my shots. My camera has quite the zoom on it. Oh wow. Beautiful. She cooed. How long have you been into photography? She asked. Since before you were born, young lady. You have quite the eye for it. Did you always shoot birds? I allowed a sly grin. Nude models? I winked. She giggled. I meant like sunsets and weddings, you dirty man. She gave me a playful shove, not at all offended by my lewd insinuations. People seldom are. I'm very unassuming in appearance. Pleasant, playful, attractive, but at that age where people write me off as harmless. An all-American retiree still holding on to his energy and looks. I may have dabbled in a bit of everything. I'd love to try it sometime, she admitted. I gave her a glance. It was late morning. Not a work day for her, but I was already aware of her husband's frequent travels, if not for any other reason than I'm nosy. What have you got going on today? I asked. She shrugged. Nothing, she admitted. Michael is in Chicago until the end of the week. I went shopping yesterday and have some clothes to return, but I'm not feeling like it today. I felt a little bad for her. She said it with some degree of loneliness and disappointment. She wasn't at the age quite yet where her husband's absence would turn to resentment. But she was definitely a girl who struggled to entertain herself, wanting others to keep her busy. As much of an unabashed man-whore as I am, 
I'm also not a complete douchebag, sometimes. So I say with all honesty that I had no intentions other than being neighborly. I smiled at her and passed her the camera. Well, this should keep you busy for a while. She lit up. Really? Really? There was that pleasant tingling on my cheeks again. Yes, really. Go have fun. Get it back to me whenever. I promise, pumice, I won't break, bweak it. I'll bring, bwing, it back tonight. Keep it all week if you want. I'm not going anywhere. I waved dismissively. Jessie thanked me again and bounded back to her porch with her new prize. I took a moment to admire the way her legs looked in her cutoffs and the way her breasts bounced beneath her tank top. Great googly moogly. She could make a turtleneck sweater seem low-cut. Her youthful energy did nothing but add an extra jiggle to that bounce. She definitely had the perk of a first-year cheerleader out to prove herself. Ah, sweet youth. I smiled to myself. My good deed done for the day, and the girl had some entertainment for the week, until hubby returned. I decided I'd earned a reward maybe a dip in the pool, and a nap in the sun. It was a few hours later when my cute little bunny next door popped her head above my fence again. My shirt was off. I had a healthy glow to my skin. Beads of sweat were softly tickling their way down my muscles. Hey, boy, she said. There was a touch of hesitancy to her voice that I picked up on immediately. Oh, you broke it already, huh? I asked, ready to dismiss such a thing as not a big deal. No, um. She glanced away and a little blush crept over her cheeks. Actually, I wanted to ask you something kind of weird. I sat up with a grin. Oh, I'm always up for weird. What have you got? There was that timid hesitation again. She sank slightly down below the fence line from embarrassment. Only her eyes poking above it. Well, I wanted to ask, and this is totally cool if you say no. I would understand. I twirled my fingers in the air, wearing an understanding smile. Come on, out with it, girl. I urged her. Well, I was wondering if you'd help me take a few pictures for Michael, you know, while he's away. I had a rough idea where this was going but at the risk of incriminating myself as a pervert with ideas on the brain, I wanted her to spell it out. What kind of pictures? I could sense the blush she was wearing right now, even if she was hiding it behind the pickets of my fence. A loose strand of her brown hair had escaped her ponytail, and she swept it behind her ear. Well, you said you used to photograph models, right? Well, I thought. There it was. I smiled pleasantly. You want to take some boudoir photos to send to your husband? to show him what he's missing while he's away. I finished her thought for her. A laugh filled with nervous energy burst from her mouth. Yes. She sagged, relieved to have gotten that off her chest. He's traveling a lot, and I thought I'd surprise him with something to look at and entertain himself with. I laughed to ease her tension more. I'm a pretty judgment-free guy, and I think she was picking up on that by my reaction. If you're that shy about asking me, why don't you take them yourself? I can lend you a tripod. While I'm generally a sexual person, and while Jessie was especially attractive, you have to believe me that I really had no bad intentions with this young lady. She was a sweetheart whose chipper voice and perky pep always put me in a good mood. I wasn't about to go out of my way to corrupt her, not that I wouldn't mind I'm just a man, after all. So I thought it best to offer a solution that wouldn't tear down that wall between us. I tried a few myself, she admitted, but they just look like selfies. They make me feel trashy. If I'm going to objectify myself, I'm going to do it right, you know? She laughed, and I could see her sachet with a bit of sass to her posture. I want to look like a professional pin-up girl. Not some OnlyFans webcam stripper. 
Only fans? I faint like I didn't know. Of course I know what only fans is. I'm not that old. Girls who take off their clothes on a camera on the internet. I shrugged. In my day we just called them Pete shows. Gross. She declared, making a gagging sound. So you'll do it? She was nearly pleading now. How funny that she'd gone from barely able to speak her request, to excited and insistent. As long as you're comfortable with me doing this for you, I'll happily help you out. She laughed. I know you and you've never made me uncomfortable. If anything, I'd probably be more uncomfortable going to a real photographer. Are you saying I'm not a real photographer? I teased, just relishing and toying with her. I didn't mean it like that. She blushed again, this time so I could see those rosy cheeks turn even rosier. I just mean like, you give off this vibe like you've done this sort of thing a million times, and it's like nothing to you. So I trust that you're not some creep. Oh kiddo, you have no idea. I smiled pleasantly. Oh trust me, I notice beautiful women the same as I did when I was seventeen, as I do now at sixty. That'll never change. I winked at her and was rewarded with a flattered blush. But I'll go get all of my equipment and bring it over. Like you said if we're doing this, we're doing this right. And I'll give you direction or make suggestions, but we're not going to do anything that you're not comfortable doing. Those blue eyes lit up once again. This sounds fun. Think I could make a good model? She flaunted her lashes at me. I think you'd make a fantastic model. Jessie had certainly made a good call, coming to me. I definitely had all the professional goodies. I'd spent the better part of an hour turning her bedroom into a photography studio. I came with lighting, cameras, mounts, tripods, and mirrors. Oh wow! She declared when she saw how I'd transformed her room. Do you want me to pay you for this? Don't be silly. I waved. It's not like either of us had any plans today. It's for a good cause, and who says this isn't its own payment? I winked at her. She laughed and smacked me playfully with the back of her hand. You pervert. That's why you set everything up so quickly, huh? You're working just for nipple. With her flattered smile came a hint of something else. A flicker of naughty suggestiveness. I'll bet she was thinking she could give this old man a heart attack, and she was toying with that thought in her head. So why don't you show me what kind of outfits you have in mind, and we'll go from there. I said back to business now. She rummaged thoughtfully for a few minutes, making her selections carefully. She seemed a little bit lost. She'd selected a few expensive and very pretty dresses, but unless she wanted to turn this into a fashion photo shoot, she was missing the mark. One dress, I told her. But we'll make some adjustments. I have a couple of bikinis, she suggested. You wanted boudoir? I asked. Let's steer clear of making this a swimsuit catalog. You want something that he doesn't see you infrequently, right? Suddenly something occurred to her. She slapped her forehead and went for her closet. She rummaged through a box in the back their sexy time outfit box. Jessie produced a black and red lace corset and a black sheer baby doll. Those will work. I nodded my head, looking over the contents of her closet. Actually, I said thoughtfully, does your husband have a preferred button-down for work? And a tie? She looked momentarily puzzled. I smiled my knowing worldly smile. The smile of a professional who'd done this a thousand times. Trust me. She thought for a second and came out with a bright blue button-down. It's his favorite, she said. He was wearing it when he proposed. Again, stammering over her words cutely. Perfect. I held it beside her. It matches your eyes. The tie was professional and clean-lined. 
blue and white stripes. Well, start with the dress and go from there. I told her. Go change while I adjust the lighting. We started small. I didn't want to overwhelm her right away. Jessie seemed excited to display herself as the pampered princess, because when she emerged from the bathroom, she was lavished in an expensive little black party dress. Black was sequence, slid up to her waist, giving a fantastic side view of her leg and thigh. It was tasteful, but it was definitely hard to hide her breasts. The cut wasn't low, but it was low enough to show off the sheer size of her melons. Her cleavage seemed to go on for days, and although I was definitely looking, there was no sign of any tan lines. She'd applied more makeup than usual, and her was in a bouncy ponytail. She looked like she was going to prom. I took one glance at her, and shook my head in disapproval. Don't get me wrong, the dress fit her well snug in all the right areas. Her cleavage was immense it boggled my mind how such a cute bunny-faced girl could have the rack of a porn star, and her dress displayed much of her leg. It doesn't look good. She was slightly hurt and offended. You look like you're about to join your husband at a fancy dinner to impress his boss. If that's what you want, we can do that. But I thought the goal was to give your husband something to drool over. You want him craving you, remember? We need to give him something to masturbate to while he's out of town. That is the goal. She admitted and looked at herself in the mirror. It'll make for a really nice picture. I said. But if you want naughty, we'll have to spice things up a bit. She shrugged, not having many ideas or imagination. I guess I'm bad at this. She deflated. Lucky for her. She had me to help. I'm an endless wealth of sin and debauchery. And I had an idea. I went to the bed and skewed the covers. I tossed the duvet to the floor, along with several pillows. I knocked over the bedside lamp. I turned the bedside wedding photo's face down, and I left the backdrop looking like a party had happened right there on the bed. Jessie looked taken aback. I smiled at her. Modeling is like acting. Is it? I have no idea. I was just making this shit up as I went, and it sounded good. For this shoot, you won't be playing the part of the good wife going to the party. You're going to be the bad wife after the party. Understand? That seemed to make sense to her. Ooh, I like it. There was a hint of naughty excitement to her expression as she processed this concept for the first time. Clearly it was new to her. She licked her lip thoughtfully and gazed at the bed. Here. I undid her ponytail and deliberately messed up her hair. I arranged her heels, one on the bed, one discarded on the floor within view. Is there a pair of underwear that your husband is especially fond of? I asked. She retrieved a black lace thong, and was aghast when I suggested she toss it haphazardly somewhere within view. We ended up hanging it from the side of the headboard, like a trophy. I arranged her on the bed. Her inexperience was showing, but she seemed to be easing into the concept. Under my direction, she slid a strap of her dress down her shoulder until one of her nipples came dangerously close to revealing itself. She inched her dress high, a little reluctant to mess it at first. But when I got behind the camera and fabricated the backstory for her, she seemed to delight in the concept. So strike a pose and give me a look like, last night was your anniversary dinner. You were going to take your hubby home and have wild sex. But he blew you off to pull an all-nighter at the office, probably working with that skanky slut that you can't stand. Jesse giggled. He doesn't work with some skank that I can't stand. I smirked, knowingly. Imagine he does. All women have that one other woman that they can't stand. Well, last night, she was pulling an all-nighter with your husband. So you decided to show him. You let some hunk at the bar buy you shots. Then you took him home, 
fucked him like an animal right here in the bed. And now, exhausted and fully satisfied, you're about to show your husband just what he missed. I framed the shot. Show me that anger. Show me that bed you'll think twice before doing that again resentment. I want to see the girl who fucks strange men harder and kinkier than she would with her own hubby. Jessie understood. She assumed a few rather daring and lewd positions. The first one involved her splayed on her back, looking utterly exhausted, and staring into the camera with a naughty. I told you so. Smile of amusement. Her one leg up, and her smooth thigh showing a lot of skin, reflecting the lights pleasantly. On her back, she looked about ready to drown in her own busted chest. They were nearly spilling out of her dress. From there, she rolled over onto her stomach, kicking her feet in the air behind her, and peering into the camera. She bit the tip of her fingernail, and her eyes rolled up to the ceiling as her hair fell across her face. A look of, oops, did I do something naughty? Oh well, was written all over her expression. I must say, I rather enjoyed this angle. On her stomach, on the edge of the bed, her cleavage was beckoning. A pair of ripe cantaloupes. I could almost imagine how sweet they must have tasted. At one point, as she rolled over into the next pose, I caught a glimpse of her pink nipples peeking out of her neckline, like a pair of suns cresting the horizon. The sight was starting to wake up the lusty animal in me. So far, that part of me had been in a slumber. But now, now I was growing hungry. The python in my pants was moving, shifting, uncoiling in the cotton prison of my underwear. It didn't take long before Jessie became comfortable in her own body, with this old neighbor hovering around her with a camera. She seemed to respect the direction that I was giving her. And let's face it, she was a hot little model. She did a few more poses, all the while mindful to wear that saucy little. See what you missed out on. Expression. The finale was her up on all fours, breast hanging down, ass wagging behind her. She was blowing a smirking knowing kiss the camera, like she was in on a secret. Look at what you missed. Better wise up or I'm going to cheat again. When she sat back, one of her nipples had emerged completely from her dress. She glanced down at herself and reddened. She giggled nervously as she fixed her chest. Sorry, she said. I shrugged in a no-big-deal sort of way, although I could feel my cock stirring to life in my shorts. That's payment enough. I winked playfully. She laughed and hopped lightly off the bed. I guess a nip-slip was inevitable, she admitted. Hope I didn't give you a heart attack. She popped her hips, a bit proud of herself. I shrugged, nonchalant. Nothing I haven't seen before. She almost seemed a little disappointed to not have gotten glowing praise for her rack. I'll bet way bigger though, right? She pressed. I don't know. I teased. I'm pretty old, and have seen a lot. I can't possibly remember them all at this point. She hurried to the bathroom. It was time for a wardrobe change. By the time she traded in her cocktail dress for the lingerie, she was feeling wildly confident in herself, her features, and her new photographer friend. She emerged in the corset first, and I think it was an effort to jab me right back for not stroking her ego over the size of her melons. Jesus Christ, young lady, I said with wide eyes. How can you even breathe right now? Indeed, the red and black lace corset was skin tight on her body. Her breasts were packed so tightly, she was pouring over the top. Her cleavage nearly started up beneath her neck. Her stomach sucked into an hourglass shape. She wore red lace panties that matched the accent lace of her top and had donned a pair of black high heels. Trust me, it's all about breath control, she replied resting her hand on her hip. I smirked at that remark. 
Breath control, huh? She didn't miss a beat. Yup. Like I can go for a while without breathing. Then she shrugged in a no-big-deal sort of way. I suck a mean cock. For once, I didn't know what to say. Her candor caught me off guard. She only grinned wider. Is that a blush, old man? She teased. I guess that means you like it. She climbed onto the bed and knelt there, hands on her knees, her boobs pressing together tightly. What's next? She asked. My cock was swelling now, curious to know what it must feel like to be trapped between those enormous pillows of hers. That's when it hit me pillows. I snatched up one of the pillows. Hold that pose, I explained, but put this between your legs. She bit her lip and smirked at me. Oh, you're dirty. She reaffirmed, but took it anyway, laid it on the bed, and straddled it, trapping it tightly between those thighs. No, if I was dirty, it'd be my pillow. I said, peering through the viewfinder to line up my shots. That's your fault then for doing this at my place instead of yours. She teased me right back. Some rather reckless flirting on her part told me that this might not be as hard of a conquest as I thought. The shots were mostly on her knees. I set up a fan to blow her hair back from her face. The premise of this series was, You're missing Michael, pretending he's here now, and you're using anything at your disposal. Her eyes shut. She let her mouth hang open in an expression of pleasure. Her front bunny teeth peeked out from her upper lip. She played the part, slowly grinding her hips against the pillow, as though she was masturbating. And perhaps she was, because some deep heavy breaths began to escape from her lips. Run your hands over yourself. I instructed. She didn't question the intent behind my suggestion. Either she understood the look I was going for, or she was a hornier slut than I gave her credit for. Regardless, she caressed her breast over her corset. That material was probably strong enough to stop bullets, given the payload that they were restraining. Her free hand slid up to her hair she ran her fingers through it, lifted her arms above her head and let the hair cascade back down in the soft breeze of the fan. She was a natural. I nailed all the motion shots perfectly. Her hips were moving more on the pillow, gyrating now. Little steady rotations that made it hard to tell if she was acting, or if she was actually getting herself off. Regardless, I didn't care. By now my cock was at half-mast, as I'm sure you could imagine. I tried my best to focus on the task at hand, no matter how badly I wanted to forget the photo shoot entirely, and just fuck the hell out of this slut. I could feel it tensing against my thigh, swinging heavily under its weight. Jessie was getting into the role. She bit her lip, her eyes still shut. Her hips worked in a steady forward and back. One hand roaming her body, moving naturally, finding all the places that she touched when she was alone. Her other hand shot down to the pillow between her legs and she grasped it hard, pushing it against her moving hips. A soft moan escaped her lips. I watched the forward and back of her body, all through the viewfinder, snapping picture after picture. Oh, oh, oh. She was singing softly to herself in between those little gasps. She was working herself up. But even now, there was still reasonable doubt. Which was why, if I wanted to parlay this into something more, I needed to tease her for a little longer. I think it's time we move on to the next series of pictures, I said with an air of professionalism to my voice. Her hips continued forward and back for a few desperate pumps. A couple of final moans, and a reluctant groan of disappointment. When she finally stopped, I detected just the slightest quiver to her body, and knew she'd made herself horny, long before I even noticed the wet spot on the pillowcase. Sorry. She managed to find her voice. It sounded like a throaty soy.
The innocence and sexuality of that word alone made my cock jump slightly. That one was kind of exciting. She slid off the bed on shaky, unsteady legs and paused in surprise. I knew where her eyes had ventured. She was gazing down at my crotch. When I get hard, I never tent. My cock is far too long to stand upright. Men who have been gifted with endowment that exceeds ten inches can relate to this struggle. It never pops up. It prints. It picks one leg to journey along, and it strains the fabric until it either goes away naturally, or it's freed. She was seeing that for the first time the wrist-thick muscle that ran its way along the leg of my shorts, hugging my thigh tightly. I agree, I said finally, a knowing smile on my face as she managed to tear her shocked eyes away from my cock. That's why I thought it best to move on to the next shot, you know, so we don't get carried away. My way of letting her know that I was feeling it too, our guilt shared. She nodded quickly. The shock on her face mixed with guilt as she processed this new development. There was no smart playful remarks from her this time. I understood that her thoughts were elsewhere. And that was fine. She hurried to the bathroom, with that slight tremble to her energetic walk. The black baby doll nighty came next. Jessie seemed to have cooled herself down a bit when she emerged from the bathroom, although it was easy to miss the glance she'd cast at me when she stepped out. Her eyes were curiously looking to see if I was still hard. I was still at half-mast. My stamina often remains for a long time to come. That looks more comfortable than the last one, I said to break the ice. That corset is tight. She laughed easily. It makes me claustrophobic after a while. The baby doll was sheer, but not completely see-through. I could make out the lines of her cleavage and breasts, and the circles of her nipples, big and round on those enormous sweater puppets. But the top was breezy and playful light and airy, like curtains that stopped just above her navel. She gave me a little twirl to brandish her body. She traded in the red panties for black lacy boy shorts. I feel like it's missing something. I told her. Really? I kind of thought so too. Do you have socks or... She retrieved a pair of thigh-high black stockings from the nearest drawer and held them up. Perfect. I told her. I had her lay on her back on the bed. Her hair splayed out innocently behind her. Despite the lingerie... This style seemed to bring out her innocent qualities, and I wanted to highlight that. What's the scenario now, Mr. Photographer? She asked, her head lolling in my direction. While I pretended to fiddle with the camera, I caught the glance that she eyed my package with. She was looking, and her expression was one of surprise and disbelief. I'd seen that look a million times the realization that this old man was working with something beyond expectation. The scenario is... While hubby is away, he's given you permission for a hot date. And you're getting yourself ready for his arrival. Jessie looked momentarily surprised, then that look faded into a naughty smile of delight. I like that, she admitted. I handed her the thigh highs, with the instructions to slide them on slowly. On her back, with her legs in the air, and her toes pointed to the ceiling, she did as she was told. I took close-ups, and ones with her entire body framed. I moved around the bed in a slow circle, snapping away as she inched those leggings higher and higher up those silky smooth thighs. My favorite was the shot by the foot of the bed, her ass and pussy facing the camera, her face out of focus in the background, eyes shut, lips parted cutely, in a dreamy fantasy of what it would be like when this mystery man finally arrived to pleasure her. As I circled the bed, many times her head lolled in my direction, and she eyed my crotch for longer and longer periods. She was growing less timid in her glances, and I suspect that she was hoping I would notice. I said nothing. 
She took a deep breath as the last legging was pulled into place, settled at mid-thigh. The suspense is killing me, she said in a lusty voice. Who's my mystery man? I came around the bed and held up a stuffed bear that she'd had on a window seat. She looked momentarily confused. He may have given you the hall pass, but you're still a good faithful woman, and you want him to see that. This is your visitor. I teased and handed her the teddy bear. She took it, with the slightest look of disappointment. It definitely hadn't been her expectation, but the suggestion was just naughty enough to excite her. She held up the stuffed bear to face her, and cooed to it. I was really hoping for a wheel cock, Mr. Bear. Won't you make me feel good tonight? Then she planted a slow sexy kiss on its snout, making sure I caught it all with the camera. That lucky bear then took a slow journey over Jessie's mountainous curves, down her flat tummy, and toward her spreading legs. She was breathing audibly, her chest rising and falling. Her face turned in my direction, and her eyes kept peering at my cock now. I knew what she was doing. She was trying to entice it to grow larger. And it was working, because my python was thickening, expanding, lengthening. The teddy bear came to rest between Jessie's thighs, and she started to push it against herself. Oh, Mr. Bear, you feel so good down there. She moaned softly, her hips rising off the bed to meet the toy, in a display of putting her all into the lewd act. I snapped away with the camera, although my own thoughts were no longer on the photo shoot. She pushed the plush toy against her mound and grinded her hips, her moans of pleasure softly rolling throughout the room. Mmm. You're better than my husband after all. She purred. And bigger too. She added her eyes wandering to my bulge. Her fingers sliding up to her lips, tasting the tip of her finger. Her eyes had shut in lusty wonder. Her moans filled the room as she rubbed the toy over her sex. She peered up at me. Should I take my panties down? She asked. Just a little, I said. It's not about what you show, it's about what you don't show. She bit her lip, glanced at my bulge again, then nodded. She hooked her thumb into her boy shorts and pushed them down, not enough to see her womanhood, but enough to see that she was a woman who carefully manicured herself down there. My own cock jumped at the sight. It was all the reward she needed. She peered up at the camera with authentic lust in her eyes as she rubbed the plush toy against her snatch. She gyrated her hips like she had on the pillow a mating display, trying to entice me. Is that? She asked, almost nervous and tentative. Is that what I think it is? She gestured with her eyes to my endowment printing in my shorts. It's a natural reaction to a beautiful woman doing what you're doing right now. I said dismissively. I apologize if it offends you. No, no. It's fine. She insisted. Then she chewed softly on the tip of her finger. The stuffed bear between her legs suddenly forgotten. It's just, really, really big. Old men can be hung too. I shrugged, seeing her reach curiously for it. Not just yet, you little slut. Anyway, I think we're all finished up with that one. I said, steering her back on track. I think one more set, and you'll have quite the portfolio. When I helped her off the bed, she was practically quivering. Her legs were unsteady, like a baby deer learning to walk for the first time. She set the stuffed bear aside. His little button nose and eyes had a wet sheen on them from what Jessie left behind. As she headed for the bathroom to change for the final time, she glanced back over her shoulder at me. That look said it all. I knew it was no longer about the photo session. Now her thoughts were on something else. When she returned, she had changed into her husband's dress shirt and tie. A matching pair of teal underwear peeked out from beneath the long shirt 
and when she strode to the bed, I could see the bottoms of her ass cheeks. It was a thong. She sat on the bed and peered up at me, expectantly. The words smoldering came to mind. She had no remarks or questions for me. It was the look of a girl who'd follow every instruction I set forth, no matter how filthy. With the shirt buttoned, it hides your curves, I said, rather serious. This isn't a pajama shoot. Leave the tie in place and unbutton the shirt. She started at once, popping the ones by the collar and working her way down. Her nimble fingers went down her chest, her cleavage coming into view. She paused. All the way? She asked, her hair falling over her face as she glanced up, looking so innocent and so naughty all at once. All the way, I said, allowing my own lust to give my voice a note of authority. She bit her lip. That expression alone confirmed that the actual photo shoot was the furthest thing from her mind. The shirt opened, and the sides of her two melons, bare and unrestrained, teased her wonderful cleavage down to her flat tummy. She let the necktie drop. It came to rest in her deep cleavage, wedged between her tits. She kicked her feet expectantly, teasing the shirt slightly, letting more and more of her perfect round globes show. So what's my motivation in this scene? Her eyes wandered again to my crotch, and she sucked at a corner of her mouth. Jessie was making no effort to hit her wandering eyes. Your motivation, I said rather daringly now, is to make your photographer absolutely squirm. She was titillated by this idea. I think I can manage that, she said rather proudly, and her eyes flicked to my crotch again. You look like you're struggling a bit already. The first few poses, she positioned herself in front of the fan, planted her hands on her hips, and just stared at me with a proud, self-amused smile. Her hands on her hips, the only thing keeping her shirt from billowing out behind her. As it was, her shirt came dangerously close to flapping open and giving me a peek at her breasts in their entirety. I snapped my pictures but with long pauses in between to admire the view. Jessie playfully turned her back to me, letting me see the hints of her mostly bare ass. She opened her shirt fully, affording me just the slightest peek-boo of the sides of her bare tits, letting it drop off her shoulders, partly down her back. She smiled over her shoulder at me. My God, the girl was teasing me, and loving every second of it. Usually that was what I was best at. With her back toward me, she strode over to the window, and leaned on the frame. What do you think, boy? Think the neighborhood would like to see these tits? She stood in front of the glass window and wagged her butt back at me, really eager to show off the fact that anyone outside might see her boobs, but I couldn't. Brat. I'm sure they could see those puppies from space. I snapped a few pictures, although they were less for Michael now and more for me. She peered over her shoulder at me. Yeah? She asked. She slid her shirt up and revealed her ass. Her butt was on the smaller side, but tight and shapely. Her thong vanished between her cheeks, and when she leaned forward, I could see the dampness in her panties. Poor baby. Here's a taste, she said as she swayed her hips from side to side. My cock was aching by now, having swollen to its normal impressive size, which I knew exceeded the length of my shorts. When she turned, she let out a startled yelp. She hadn't been expecting the tip of my cock to emerge down the leg of my shorts and the sight of it caught her momentarily off guard. With her shirt open, and her eyes locked onto my cock, I took a picture. Then another. The fabric of her husband's dress shirt was half covering her breasts. Her big pink nipples were amazing. Perky was a good word for more than just Jessie's bubbly youthful personality. Despite being natural, her boobs didn't have a hint of sag about them. 
I'd be willing to bet that a protractor would confirm they stuck out at perfect 90-degree angles from her body. Well, she said. I glanced down to where she was staring, and saw the thick bloated purple head of my cock peeking out beside my thigh. I shrugged, just as teasingly as she'd done to me. I guess here's a taste. I echoed her earlier taunt. She blinked in astonishment. Didn't think your old neighbor was so hung? I asked. She shook her head, trying to find her voice. Never did a whole lot of peeking over the fence, she admitted. My cock was utterly straining the leg of my shorts, trying desperately to rise. She licked her lips as she eyed it. Then she blinked and tried to snap out of it. Right, so, back to making you squirm. She laughed a little nervously. But as she strode to the bed, she never took her eyes off of my package. She climbed onto it and allowed herself to fall back on the blankets and pillows. Her shirt falling open, revealing her chest to me. She spread her legs like an open invitation, ran her fingers over her body in little caresses, and stared at the camera it felt like she was looking through the camera itself to me directly. I need a cock so badly. She pled, and my cock stiffened by the sound. She giggled slightly, seeing the way it jumped in my shorts. That's certainly making you squirm. And she said it again, really dragging out the words with the huskiness of her voice. Her fingers slipped into the shirt, and she pinched and rolled her nipple between her fingers. She grabbed up her husband's tie and bite the end of it, looking like a hungry animal. I want to wrap my lips around that big cannon and unload it with my mouth, she said, earning another jump from my dick. She tugged at her own nipple, so rough that she was making herself jump. Her hips were moving with a mind of their own, a gesture of needing to be fucked. She was certainly doing a good job of making me squirm. Then she said it. Mmm, fuck me, boy. She bit her lip, pulled her nipple, and ran her other hand down over the crotch of her panties. She let her eyes open slightly. She peered at me with a look of triumph on her face and regarded the camera with disinterest. What do you think? Is that making you squirm? What do you think? I asked and we both glanced down at my cock. It was straining to be released from my shorts. Each throb was visible, in time with my heartbeat. That looks painful, she admitted. Then a look of mischief crossed her face. You can take it out if you need to. Well, that wouldn't be very professional of me. I teased. She smirked through that lusty haze. I think it might help me play the part of horny model better if I had something to look at. I set the camera down on the tripod and peeled off my polo first. Jesse had seen me once or twice without my shirt on before and remarked about my muscles in the past. My muscles were hard and tan. Veins stood out in my biceps, and when I reached for the zipper of my shorts, my pecs jumped. She watched me the entire time, touching herself lightly with her fingertips, despite me not snapping any photos at the moment. I teased my shorts down slowly, mirroring the same painful way that she'd teased her tits to me. They came down my hips, revealing the thick base of my shaft, and down and down they went. Inch by inch, more of my shaft. It went on forever, and she followed it with her eyes. Just as my shorts were about to reach my knees and free the head of my cock, I turned away from her showing my smooth sculpted ass. The muscular cheeks jumped with my movements. You tease, she giggled softly, her eyes still burning on my back. My shorts dropped, and my hard dick swung free between my thighs. I knew that she could see it swinging back and forth, like the organ of a horse, because I heard a surprised gasp. I strode to the same window that she'd used to flash the neighborhood. The neighbors just saw your tits. What would they say if they saw your big hung neighbor in the window now? I remarked over my shoulder. Jessie didn't miss a beat. 
They'd probably say we're fucking. Then there was that laugh the girl delighted in her own vulgar remark. I turned around so she could finally get a full view of my member. She gasped at the sight, her laughter dying down. That's a little assuming, I said, sounding offended. A woman with huge breasts and a guy with a big cock can be naked in the same room and only look. I'd say a guy with a huge cock, Jessie admitted, her eyes locked onto my reproductive tool. I saw the way her fingers jumped on her own skin, pressing between her legs harder, squeezing her breasts rougher. No longer looking like she was playing with herself, but actually playing with herself. The smooth skin on her tits had broken out in pleasant little goosebumps. As I returned to the camera, my cock bounced and bobbed under its own rigidity. I took my place behind the lens again and resumed my photography. But there was no stopping Jessie. She was touching herself now. Her fingers slid down the front of her panties and moved in fast little circles that matched the steady gyration of her hips. She didn't have to fake her lust. She was actually turned on. She tried to regard the camera as much as she could play to it but she simply couldn't stop her eyes from wandering south with desperate curiosity. She kept looking at my mammoth package. I circled the bed, snapping shot after shot, and she followed me with her eyes. She arched her back, and her breasts melted into moans. Soft cooing moans with her normally sweet voice. God, I'm so horny, she whispered. I readjusted the grip on my camera, one-handing it. Well, since you're enjoying this session, I may as well too, I said, and wrapped my hand around my meaty girth. She watched as I gave myself a few strong pumps. A big wet drop of precum formed at the very tip. Her hand continued to spin in fast little jerks beneath her panties. When the precum fell from my cock, she followed it with her eyes until it landed on the bed sheets that she shared with her husband. She licked her lips, touching and gasping. Her fingers sank into the soft, yielding flesh of her tits. Michael doesn't know this, but I always wanted to do porn, she said. Her already pink cheeks darkened slightly. Well, you're a natural at it. I said, my hand traveling the lengthy distance up and down my throbbing shaft. She shut her eyes and sighed, her fingers making a wet sound as she pushed them in and out of her sex. Her hips humped the air softly, coming off the bed, greedy for something more substantial. I meant like. She bit her lip, hesitating. The kind of porn where I get fucked on camera. And in a bold move, her hands slid out of her panties. Her fingers were soaked with her juices. She wrapped them around my shaft and tentatively squeezed my hardness. I was all too happy to move my hand out of the way and let this busted little adulteress take over. Oh my god, boy! She said as she let her fingers wander up and down my dick, feeling the weight and exploring the impossible length. This thing is huge! She licked her lips again and grasped me tightly, pushing her hand up and down, stroking me. I brought the camera to my eye and snapped a close-up of her hand on my cock. We can't show these to Michael, she said. Not a plead or a question. Just a statement. I wasn't planning on it. These we can keep just for us. I winked a co-conspirator to her infidelity. As she stroked, I flexed my rod, letting her sense the muscles of my meat expand in her grasp. Her eyes widened ever so slightly at the feeling. I reached across her chest, parting her already open button down. I flipped her cute little necktie over her shoulder and out of the way, and began to paw at her jumbo-sized tits. Her free hand grasped mine, and she crushed my hand harder into her breast. I squeezed as I palmed her massive hooters her skin soft and warm. I found her nipple and gave her the slightest pinch. Nothing painful, but a little teasing incentive to drive her wild. She jumped and yelped cutely. 
Another picture this time with my big manly hand on another man's wife. That is my M.O., after all. I went from breast to breast, massaging her with one hand while I continued to photograph the evidence of our little session gone wrong. She'd come to me, wanting to do something generous for her husband, and what she'd found was a gift for herself. Selfish little princess. I palmed and squeezed her tits, all the while she stroked me off. She played with one boob, and I played with the other. I really wanted to get my hands on both at once, but as I was about to set my camera down, she stopped me, pushing my hand from her breast. No, she said. I thought that was it. Morality had set in and shattered the moment that I had carefully cultivated. But instead, she licked her hips and peered up at the camera. Keep taking pictures, she insisted. She climbed onto all fours and faced my throbbing member. She looked up at me to make sure I was documenting all of this. Then she slowly, painfully, slowly, playing to the camera, lowered her mouth down to the tip of my monster penis. She shut her eyes in a savory expression and flicked her tongue out to give my cock a taste. I had no doubts that before we were done today, the memory card on my camera would be packed to the brim with Jessie's slutty activities. I offered her little direction at this point. A simple, you know what to do from here, was all I needed to say. She pressed her lips to my tip and slowly opened her mouth, like a snake about to devour an egg. She pushed my cock into her mouth, and I moaned in satisfaction of the warm embrace. Mmm. She marveled cutely at the size. Her big blue Disney princess eyes peering up at me for approval. Photo after photo of another man's dick in her mouth. I had no doubts that she'd never show her husband. The poor guy would probably lose his mind if he knew what his wife had gotten up to with her neighbor while he was away. What ensued was a slow, steady bobbing of Jessie's head and mouth. Her hand twisted and pivoted along my shaft as she fed herself. With each plunge, she determined to take my cock deeper and deeper. She was succeeding as best as she could. She wasn't lying when she said she sucks a mean cock. Once her mouth acclimated to my size, she fell into a rhythm. Her lips, just the right tightness around my cock, her hand pumped at just the right speed. Her throat opened, and she had very few reservations about letting my head travel deep past her tonsils. She moaned in intervals that sent pleasant vibrations tickling up my shaft and she slurped at moments where I needed to be kept on my toes. Her tongue did a lovely dance along the underside of my head, and I couldn't resist stroking her hair, petting her like the good little plaything that she was, all the while she gobbled me up. After a few minutes of silence, listening to the soft steady choke-slurp-moan-choke-slurp-moan rhythm of her sucking, she popped off of me for air. She ran the bloated head around her lips in a little circle to tease me. She peered up at me and asked me, Am I a slut? I snapped photos of her as she did, but stayed diplomatic. Jessie struck me as a high-maintenance girl with such labels. No, you're just a good model, giving a hundred and ten percent. I assured her. She bit her lip and kissed the tip of my dick sweetly. Tell me I'm a slut, boy. I want to hear it. I was pleased with this development. I ran my fingers through her hair and gave a playful tug. You're a dirty, cock-sucking, cheating slut. I snarled in my animalistic way. Yes, yes I am, she purred on her knees in front of me. One hand stroked my cock in an excited blur, making wet sounds in the saliva she'd left behind. The other fondled and rubbed my heavy balls. You should be punished, I said. Mmm, punish me then, boy. Open that slutty mouth of yours. I ordered her, letting my usual animalistic self override the sweet diplomatic neighbor that she'd come to know. She did. I grasped her hard by the hair 
and I stuffed my throbbing meat into that willing mouth. I held her head in place and began to thrust my hips. There, in her martial bedroom, I fucked Jessie's face. My head hit her throat again and again. She made a glugging sound, even as I pulled her face to meet my thrusts. I dribbled her head like a basketball at my crotch. Jessie might have looked dainty, but she handled the roughness like a trooper. She let me manhandle her, moaning as she knelt in front of my cock. Her big tits swung like heavy cow udders. Her ass wagged back and forth. I framed the sinful sight and snapped away with the camera. When I finally let her up, she peered up at me with a look of reverence. Saliva dribbled down her chin, and she slurped it up obscenely. Oh well, she managed to say when she could find her voice. Kneeling in front of me, licking delicately at my balls and the underside of my shaft. I think I like the rough stuff. She admitted rough sounding like the bark of a cartoon dog woof. That charming little tingle in my cheeks was back, and I couldn't hold myself back when that happened. I grasped her by the necktie and brought her up onto her knees like a dog leash. You ready to show the camera what a slut you are? I asked. She nodded quickly, her face a mix of fear and excitement and lust and pent-up wickedness. I shoved her backward onto the bed, where she flopped with a halo of her hair behind her. She opened her legs willingly, expectantly as I mounted the bed and knelt between her thighs, yanking her thong down. Her pussy was smooth and glistening with her excitement. I teased my cock over her body, taking a few photos for perspective, laying it across her skin. She wiggled and squirmed with nervous energy. Fuck me, boy. Fuck me. Camera in one hand, and cock in the other, I rubbed the fat bloated head of my dick over her wet folds. She shivered, and squealed with anticipation, her arms writhing among the sheets. Do it, she begged. Put that big monster cock in me. I need it so bad. I need a good dick. Even as she was begging, I pushed my hips and watched as my enormous member glided into her body. Her writhing stopped. Her hands grasped the sheets clutching them in a death grip. I thought I'd photograph this moment the exact moment that Jessie's will to keep her vows had shattered and she became an official slut. It's a beautiful photo one of my favorites. Her eyes shut in a mask of pleasure and pain. Her mouth open her front teeth making that cute chipmunk face as she moaned at the sky. Her tits visible, her husband's special occasion shirt and tie mere accessories to her sexual betrayal. Her whole body tense, and her sheets grasped tightly in white-knuckled fists, legs braced, and my cock sinking halfway into her body. They say you can't hear a photo, but I can. Each time I look at that picture, I can hear that high-pitched sweet voice squealing as I made her mine. I can see the slow way she wiggled her hips from side to side to take more and more of me. And I can see the desperate way she crawled at the blankets. When she finally was able to regain her composure, her eyes fluttered open. Oh my god! Oh my god! She was gasping. She lifted her head up to confirm it to herself, that her greedy pussy had swallowed all of me. I was already starting to work my hips back and forth, and those. Oh my gods! Turned from surprise to pleasure. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Fuck me! Fuck me! Fuck me, boy! She dropped her head back down on the bed. I didn't need to be coaxed. I was already in the act of fucking this big-titted slut. The bed creaked softly beneath my movements. Balancing the camera in one hand, taking pictures, and pleasuring her at the same time was a Herculean task. But thankfully, if anyone was up to it, it was me. I pushed my length in and out feeling her body loosening, adjusting to me. The entire time, Jessie moaned mindlessly a broken toy on repeat. 
my rhythm built steadily, becoming more than just the ebb and flow of the tides. Her tits wobbled and spun with the movement of our bodies. Jessie threw her legs around my waist and latched on, clinging tightly to me as she accepted me as her new lover. Yes. Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Fuck me with that big dick. Fuck me. She cried out, arching her back and trying to push herself into my thrusts. She looked so innocent on her back with her teeth showing and her eyes mostly shut. Her cheeks rosy pink with that healthy glow. I couldn't help but take her photo one last time to capture the pleasure on her face. I'm sorry to inform you, dear readers, that this is where the photo shoot stopped. I needed to concentrate, and if anyone happened across those photos of me violating Jessie and her marriage, they're at the mercy of their imagination, the ultimate torturer. I discarded the camera, grabbed her by the hips and drove myself home again and again. Thrusting comes natural to me, and with my hands planted on her slim body, she was all too easy to lever into me. I was utterly impaling her with my cock, and Jessie's moans sang in time with the squeaking of her marital bed. Her words growing faster, choppier. Oh, woy, oh, woy, oh, woy, wow. She grunted on and on. I leaned over her, grabbed her tits, and buried my face into them as we humped. How could I not play with them? I held on tightly to them, feasted on her sweet-tasting skin, licking and sucking. When my lips found her nipples, I ravaged them. My tongue flicking around them in all directions, my lips pulling on them, my teeth grazing her skin in a dangerous display of raw animalistic lust. She locked her arms around my head and forced my face harder into her big pillows. I was in heaven, while somewhere on the other side of the country, another man was in hell, only he didn't know it yet. Per Michael, having no clue that while he was working to pay for this lovely house, his wife was busy getting plowed by the next-door neighbor. Jessie's grip tightened around my broad back. My suckling at her giant hooters didn't relent, and neither did the wild bucking of my hips. I could feel her start to rake her fingernails down my back her body tightening around me, squeezing me in all directions. Her voice had grown shrill and high. Squeaks were the only confirmation that she was about to experience pleasure that her husband had never brought her. Then all at once, she was crying out, and her body was bucking just as hard into mine. I could feel her climaxing around my thrusts. I withdrew and plunged again and again, deliberately making my strokes as long as possible, letting her feel every inch of warm meat. Oh boy! Oh my God! She cried out, her voice drowning out my steady growls and grunts. The headboard hammered the wall in a reckless display of forgetting the rest of the world existed or mattered at all. When her orgasm was finally over, she stared up at me in true grateful reverence. That was when I rolled us over. Show your neighbor what a slut you are. I commanded, and gave her a hard slap on the ass with both hands. She sat upright on my stiff member, allowing me to see it buried up to the hilt in her quivering womanhood. Her tits had a pleasant sheen of sweat on them. Her husband's shirt damp, and his tie nestled safely between her boobs. She ran her hands appreciably up and down my muscular chest, admiring my body. I assumed this girl had a lot of daddy issues, the way that she rubbed my much older body. Probably the same way that she'd grown up looking at her father. And then she braced her hands on my muscled abs, and worked her hips up and down. Slowly at first, until she found her rhythm. Her eyes shut and her upper body barely moved. Just her thighs, hips, and tummy. A steady up and down that was making us both moan. Her tits jiggled back and forth, knocking together softly, and I couldn't help but reach up and fondle them as she worked to please me. That's it, slut. Fuck your daddy, I said to her. Oh God.
She bit her lip, my words adding a new flavor to our fucking that she hadn't been expecting. She moaned, moving harder on me now. Oh, daddy, she said finally, tasting the words like it was new dish that she'd never sampled before. That's it, baby. Show daddy what a bad girl you are. I grunted and pinched her nipples. Just remember, you might live with Michael, but this body belongs to me. She whimpered and moaned. Oh, yes, daddy. She nodded. Up and down she went, her riding steadily growing faster. The up and down bounces of her body grew more pronounced as she tried her best to feel every single inch of my manhood. I reached my big hands down around her butt and helped to lever her up and down. All the while that I did, my hips pushed up to meet her bounces. A steady slap-slap-slap sound filled the bedroom. I was grunting. I swept my bright blonde hair back from my face to get a better view of this naughty little vixen riding a man nearly three times her age. The headboard began to knock against the wall again. It's not real fucking, unless the headboard is hitting the wall like the beat of a drum. My hips were coming off the bed now, my back pushing them high. Jessie's knees were hardly touching the mattress anymore. I had turned into a bucking bronco, and she was the helpless cowgirl now holding on for her life. Fuck me, boy. She was panting. Her eyes shut. Her mouth drawn into a tight line of concentration. Harder! Harder! One hand on her ass, kept her firmly planted on my cock, where she belonged. The other had grasped the necktie and was holding on like the reins. The mattress bounced and flopped. The sheets sprang from the corners. The whole bed was askew. Somewhere nearby, one of my light stands fell to the floor. It may have been broken, for all I care. I promised myself to take its value out on this slut's hot little pussy. The heat between us was wild and immense. I was positive that our voices were carrying out of the open windows and across the neighborhood. She bucked and rode, throwing her body back, her face staring at the ceiling. Her tits pointed to the sky. I reached up and pinched one of her nipples, earning a shrill shriek of pleasure. The sheer weight of this girl's boobs alone was mind-boggling. They bounced and swayed wildly with her body, threatening to knock her senseless each time they nearly smacked her in the chin. Up and down, up and down, up and down our bodies went, with no concept of time. It was only when she suddenly cried out, and I felt the hot rush of wetness run down around my crotch that I knew she'd orgasmed yet again. When her screams subsided, and our wild ride coasted to a hall, she was almost embarrassed by the wet mess she'd left behind. Oh my god! Oh my god, I'd never done that before! Jessie yammered. Her face flushed bright red as she clambered off of me, looking for a towel, and instead opting for her husband's shirt without thinking. She mopped up my cock with her husband's favorite shirt, the one he proposed to her in. It's fine. It's a good thing. I assured her, watching her rub the material all over my wet and sloppy shaft. It's very natural for that to happen. I promised her with a pat on the cheek. Her concern melted into a smile after a moment. That was, that was incredible. She admitted. It's not over yet. I promised her. I took her in two more positions after that. My personal favorite standing up, holding her up as I fucked her against the wall. I bounced her up and down, impaling her on my cock while her big wonderful tits slid up and down my chest. I always enjoyed this position as it demonstrates the prowess of my body, my stamina, and my strength. I worked hard for this body and I love to show what it can do. Plus, I enjoy the helplessness of the woman I'm fucking. Seeing her riding me, surrendering to my animal need to make her my mate is the apex of my pleasure with these women. Jessie loved it too. Being carried and thrilled like the pampered spoiled princess that she was. 
but her true favorite came from the unexpected. When I put her on the bed, on all fours and mounted up behind her, she peered over my shoulder and admitted, I never let Michael fuck me in this position. Like a dog. It feels so cheap and disrespectful. I just smiled. It's the most natural of all the positions. We're all just animals in the end. I said. She had no words of protest as she accepted me in the doggy-style position. And when half a minute into fucking her like a pair of filthy mutts, she climaxed hard and powerfully on my cock, it was obvious that the dirtiness of it had turned her on in ways she hadn't considered before. I held her by the necktie, using it like a leash while I pounded her pussy again and again. I slapped her ass, I reared her upright, and slapped her big swinging titties. Who's a dirty dog? I asked as I plucked at those nerves that she'd pointed out. I am. She cried, pushing her ass back to meet my thrusts. I'm a dirty, dirty dog. A filthy mutt. I slapped her tits again. Harder. Fuck me harder. Give this dirty dog her bone. Jessie begged. Bark for me. Without a second thought, Jessie yapped at the air, like a pathetic little ankle biter. We fucked until the bed had inched itself halfway across the floor. Our position, our dirty talk, our moans, and name-calling things that she would never allow from the man she loved and trusted, she was all too happy to grant access to her rough and oversexed neighbor. Funny how a strange cock can rearrange even the most stubborn girl's sensibilities. Michael's princess was Roy's dirty whore. And worse yet, she loved it. The degradation spurred a renewed love of sex into this deprived young housewife. When it was all over and I was approaching the end of our afternoon of wild sex, Jessie nearly tackled me, pushing me onto my back on the bed. She grabbed my cock in both hands, threw her lips around the head, and sucked for all she was worth. Every part of her mouth, every part of her tongue, every part of her hands were used. She swung her head around, pivoting her mouth and lips up and down around my cock as she gorged herself greedily. When I began to cry out, she didn't relent, even though she had no idea of the magnitude of what was to come. My cock erupted in her throat. Her eyes fluttered wide as she experienced the flood of what Roy Martin's testosterone can produce. She drank the thick, gooey substance like a milkshake. But my orgasm went on and on, the ropes pumping into her lips faster than she could swallow. After a few seconds of desperate effort to consume my seed, she had to admit defeat, and stroked my cock aggressively with two hands, watching as the last of my cum launched itself high into the air and came down on the bed sheets that she shared with her husband. White hot sticky semen rained onto her bed. It ran in thick globs down her chin and onto her huge breasts. As she stroked, I reached over and rubbed it into her tits, smearing it like lotion, as the two of us enjoyed the fruits of our efforts. When my cock finished releasing its payload, Jessie leaned over and began the task of cleaning me up with her mouth. Her tongue lapped at the cream glaze that now coated my shaft, balls, and thighs. She did her best, but there was a tremendous amount, and even more on her sheets. Finally, she had to admit defeat, and sat back on her heels, admiring the mess we've made. Well, she said finally. Good, right? I scooped up my clothes and began to downpack my equipment. Will I still get those pictures? She asked. Absolutely, I assured her. You going to surprise your husband with any of them? Her eyes flicked to the ceiling, looking suddenly naughty and innocent at the same time. Nah. I think maybe I'll keep them just for me. She admitted finally. Besides, now when he goes out of town, I have something else to do than worry about him. She looked me up and down with greedy possessive eyes. Or rather, someone. One last picture for the road Jessie on her knees, naked and a mess, covered in my cum, 
and drunk from sexual satisfaction. A memento from Roy's lengthy list of conquests. My affair with Jessie didn't last long. I was more than happy to spend those long nights with her while her husband was away. In fact, at her request, I even brought some of my swinger buddies over to participate too. Jessie loved the group sex, especially being pleasured by multiple cocks at once. She was a champ when it came to gang bangs. And I think it woke something up in her. I couldn't exactly say what ended the marriage. Whether Jessie got caught, or she got bored, it's beyond my knowledge. But she and Michael sold the house and gone their separate ways, a few months later. So whatever became of my busted little bunny, with her ginormous tits, cute overbite, and funny little way of talking. Turns out, she's in the adult film industry now, with a pretty good portfolio of hardcore porn under her belt. I suppose I should say this surprises me, but it really doesn't. She loved to be the center of attention, and she loved to be in the spotlight. Combine that with her love of sex and being on camera, and I'd say she found her niche. I couldn't be more proud to be the cock that opened up this new world for her. That's all for this one. Good night, readers. Your wife is next. The end. This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. Visit the other channels for more stories with a different focus. Support us on Patreon to make requests for subjects you would love to hear. Thank you to those who have already reached out.